Good evening once again and a happy new year to you all. Welcome to the Salvation Meeting on Fortress Radio. Psalm 8 Lord, our Lord, how majestic is your name in all the earth. You have set your glory in the heavens. Through the praise of children and infants you have established a stronghold against your enemies to silence the foe and the avenger. When I consider your heavens, the work of your fingers, the moon and the stars which you have set in place, what is mankind that you're mindful of them, human beings that you care for them? You have made them a little lower than the angels, and crowned them with glory and honour. You made them rulers over the works of your hands. You put everything under their feet, all flocks and herds and the animals of the wild, the birds in the sky and the fish in the sea, all that swim the paths of the seas. Lord, our Lord, how majestic is your name in all the earth. That's a psalm that we all know very well, and many of us love. It's a sheer outpouring of praise from David to the God he adored and knew so well. I can just imagine him looking after his sheep at night and staring up into the most wonderful clear sky. All those stars with no light pollution at all. It must have been amazing. And David might well have asked, What am I? What is man that you care about us when you can make all of that? Well, of course, David wrote that psalm for the director of music. And words like that cannot help but inspire music. There have been many, many great settings of that psalm. Perhaps none of them are better known or loved than the beautiful majesty and glory of thy name. But we're not going to hear that one this evening. Instead, this is the setting by Dick and Melody Tunney of Paul Smith's paraphrased words, and it's sung here by the Portsmouth Citadel Songsters. How excellent is thy name.
shall continue that great theme of praise to our wonderful Almighty God as we begin our singing year together with one of the great songs of praise, number 55 in our songbook, Praise My Soul, the King of Heaven. This is a song that Christians have been singing together for many, many years, and I'm sure we'll still be doing so for many more to come. Raise your voices together as we sing this great song now. prepare to pray together now, I want to return to that feeling that I guess David might have had earlier on. Why me? Why do you, Lord, who can create the whole universe, care about me? And what can I do to ever try to repay such wonderful love as that? Well, I often find that Major Howard Davis has already put my thoughts into music and lyrics, and such is the case again here. His lovely song, How Can I Thank You, was published, can you believe it, 45 years ago now, yet it might have been written yesterday. And we're going to listen as a man whose voice I've grown to love listening to in the last few years, Major Albert Avery from the United States of America sings that lovely song for us. How can I thank you? Is there some way that I can thank you, Lord, for all the love you show to I give some precious gift of gold I'd like to pay you back a hundredfold But all I have to offer is so poor I don't have earthly treasure In any special measure There's really I can give that way, but Lord, I'll try to serve you well today. Is there some way that I can thank you, Lord, for all the joy you bring to me? to promise all the future days and show my gratitude a thousand ways but all I have to offer is today for I don't own tomorrow don't see its joy or sorrow Days are hardly mine to 
Although we come to your throne tonight with thankful hearts, we do ask that question, what can we ever do to try to repay all that you have done for us? For creating this wonderful universe in which you've placed us, this beautiful earth, and all the wonderful things that it has to see and enjoy but most of all, of course, for sending your Son to this world to die so that each of us can have our sins forgiven, be made right with you, be exalted to become princes and princesses of your heavenly kingdom. Oh Lord, how can we ever thank you for that? And yet we know that all you require from us is the simplest of gifts, our love, our obedience, and our efforts to win other souls for you. And so humbled are we, Lord, that we stand in your presence this evening, covered in grace, and all we can do is worship you and adore you and praise you for your love, your goodness, and everything else. Lord, this evening we're going to examine ourselves. We're going to look into our hearts and say, what can we do? What can we be to be better servants for you? What can we do to be better witnesses for you? What can we ever do? to try to win other souls for your kingdom. For this world cries out in pain. It cries out in need for love, for rescue, for help, and most of all, for a saviour, a guide to lead the way. So Lord, be with us as we worship together. Take our love, my Lord, we pour at thy feet its treasure store and help us be more for you in the days to come. Amen. We're going to hear now, as you know by now that I always love to do, to the singing company. Well, in this case, once again, it's the Sunbury Junior Singers under the direction of Joy Webb. And they're going to bring to us the spiritual Do Lord.
If you're regular listeners, you'll know that my wife and I have two little girls. Emily turned five just after Christmas this year, and Bronwyn, who's three. And they do tend to get rather obsessional about the music that they listen to in my car. Once they get used to something being on the stereo, they expect it to be there forever, I think. And it actually gets quite hard to change the record, as the old expression goes. But I do manage to do that from time to time. Just a few months ago, the girls were bought a disc of songs from the TV programme Peppa Pig. And that seemed to be in the CD slot in my car for weeks and weeks on end. And after a while, the girls' uncle Derek was receiving all kinds of thoughts and messages from me, mostly lamenting the fact that he'd bought them the blooming disc in the first place. But then I managed to move them on to the Sunbury Junior Singers. And Do Lord is one of the songs that we often now hear daily on the school and nursery runs. And it really is great to hear my little girls singing along in the back seat. It's a heck of a lot better than Peppa Pig, let me tell you. <laughs> well, yes, God will and does remember each and every one of us. Just as David had that sense of wonder as he stared into the starry sky. What a wonderful God we have. I mentioned that David was a shepherd boy. That's something that we know all too well from our childhood Bible stories, of course. And that thought about God caring for us like a shepherd tending his flock is another of those themes that has inspired songwriters over the years. None better than Ivy Morby, who left the Salvation Army a most beautiful song, and one that we're going to share together now. It's number 259 in the songbook, and of course we're going to sing it to that wonderful tune that was written by William Hammond, In the Love of Jesus. Sadly, the version we're going to listen to right now only uses one of the verses. But I'm sure you can read the others as we listen to this setting as sung by the London singers. In the love of Jesus. Shelter from the nights alone. 
Again, I mentioned earlier that the psalm that we shared at the beginning of the meeting has inspired many people over the years to create lovely songs, poems, and of course, countless sermons. My own version of it came as a poem, and I wrote it several years ago, and I called it Atoms and Things. It's a poem that I often use in my concerts when I go around doing my one-man show in Core Around the Territory, and I often use it as part of the introduction to my final song, and that's always There Will Be God, of course. To get the full benefit of the poem, anyone who hears it would have to know one simple fact, and that's something that radio listeners who don't know me personally, perhaps, might not know. That fact is that I myself am a rather oversized gentleman. <clears throat> so this is Atoms and Things. Even I feel small sometimes, you know. I looked up into the night sky the other day. There were no street lamps to spoil the panorama. And I never realised until then just how many stars I could see. And I wondered, where do I fit in? Or how significant I really am? First, I thought of a flea on an elephant's back. But that was much too big. Eventually, my conceptions reached an atom, the smallest thing there is. And I wondered, am I an atom in the universe? But no, I thought, for in infinite space, this whole world is just an atom. Can you see now why I feel so small? Even what I am is not perfect. But somewhere in the heavens is a God. A God of love who cares for me. And even greater than the mystery of the universe is my amazement at the fact that if I had been the only sinner in the world, he would still have sent his son to die for me. And now, in that same sense of wonderment, let's listen to the International Staff Band play Ray Steadman Allen's beautiful selection, In Wonder Beholding.
Can you wonder why it is I love him so? Because my wonderful Jesus has implanted in my heart a song. And I do hope you've received that same blessing, friends. His love for us is beyond anything we can ever measure. I don't know if any of you have ever been, or perhaps are now, the kinds of people who make New Year's resolutions. I know some people who make a big long list every year. I think long ago I might have done this myself. Or maybe you just focused on one thing that you just wanted to put behind you for the new year. I think I can remember breaking my first resolution one year within a couple of minutes. I really wasn't very good at it, and I don't think many of us are. My dear dad, Major Ken Harry, used to liken the new year to a first day of school in September. The teacher gave us all a brand new exercise book with a stiff, fresh and clean cover, and it was a book with the potential at that stage to go on to contain anything. And on the first page, we would write the date neatly, underline it with a ruler, we'd use the margin, write neatly, trying to stay on the line with our best shaped letters. Oh, I'm sure you can all remember too. But then, a few lessons into our new term, 
We might begin to doodle in the margin when we're a bit bored. We might tear out a page for our friend who's forgotten his book, and then a few more sheets will come out along with it. The cover gets ripped, so we poke a few more holes in it with our pairs of compasses, and before long, that lovely new book is just another old book like every other one we've ever had. We scribble our working it just like we did before, that being despite all those good intentions that so recently we all had. Well, a new year is, of course, a good time to look back on what we've been and look forward to what is to come. I remember learning at school about the Roman god Janus, after whom our month January was named, of course. Janus, of course, was just a mythical thing who didn't and never has existed in reality. But the Romans associated with Janus the same kind of thing as we do New Year's resolutions. You see, Janus had two faces, one looking forward and the other back, as if to see the past, to learn from it, and then move forward into the new year. Something that we still have in common today, of course, with our own paltry and always failing resolutions. I can remember back to this time last year, we were all thinking, well, 2021 can't be as bad as 2020. But Covid didn't go away and it still hasn't. Parts of the world are back in lockdown again right now and what it's doing to the football programme, goodness only knows. But this year must be better, surely. Yes, indeed. Because, my friends, this year will be what each one of us makes it. And I hope it will be a year in which Christians try to make a firmer stand for what is good and lovely, what is righteous and true, for each one of us to be what God wants us to be, and to say what he wants us to say, and do what he wants us to do. Now that would make a better year. Not a New Year's resolution, more a New Year's revolution. But any revolution needs to start in us. You might say the onus is on us. And you might think that no army composers have ever written a song about New Year's resolutions or revolutions. But you know, they have. Isn't that just what John Gowans and Ivor Bazanko's exquisite little chorus in this quiet moment is? It ends with the prayer, make a better me. And what better New Year's resolution could any of us have than that? If we all did just that and relied on God for our leading, then we would most certainly lead this whole world into a mighty revolution for him. Sadly, I've come to the conclusion in the last few years that in many ways, particularly as an evangelical force for saving souls, our army in the UK and America has perhaps become something of a sleeping giant. In many parts of the army, we look back on last year and rejoice that the Corps might have made one soldier and three adherents. Oh yes, don't get me wrong, I'll praise the Lord for them, of course I will. But what about the eight soldiers who died of old age? What about the four people who stopped attending, the two who moved to a different church? No wonder our Corps just seemed to be getting smaller. We can't even replace what we're losing let alone start to grow. And then we see pictures on the internet of great long lines of keen, vibrant salvationists in Africa, marching into new towns and villages in their pristine white uniforms with flags waving high in the breeze. And we say, wow, how we'd love some of that. So whose fault is it that we aren't? Is it the officers? Is it the general? Well, most of us, I'm afraid, are more than happy to just meet once a week in our cosy halls, singing and praying with the same 30 or 40 people, and then enjoying a nice cup of tea and a chat afterwards. 
I was listening to Stuart Hall talking recently about how and why Fortress Radio came into being and how we came up with the idea of an old-fashioned Sunday experience. Knee drills, open airs, three meetings and a wind-up. Some of us were at the army in our younger days for 12 hours or more, give or take a quick break for Sunday lunch and grandma's wonderful tea. Now my uniform's back on its hanger in the wardrobe again by one o'clock in the afternoon on Sunday. And that's it. Done and dusted for another week. And again, we wonder why we can't even maintain, let alone grow. Now, I'm not advocating we go back to 12 hours a day. Of course I'm not. We now live in a very, very different world from those days. But any revolution is going to make a change. And it's going to take a bit more hard work than perhaps what we're doing now, don't you think? Let God begin that revolution by making a better me and making a better you when you pray that prayer too. And let us ask him what it is that he wants us to do to move on into his planned future for us as individuals and as a Salvation Army. Oh, please, Lord. We're going to end our time together now with a song that I've often called the Salvation Army's Revolution Song. Number 326, William Booth's timeless Send the Fire. This is perhaps a song that's more acquainted these days with Pentecost rather than the New Year. But what a great time this is on reflection to sing this song. 
I seem to recall many years ago now at an army youth event that Chick Yule sang this song with his guitar and actually mixed it together with the song Revolution by the Beatles. Maybe that's why I still have the two songs so inextricably linked in my mind. But in asking God to send the fire, let's all be aware that when that fire comes, things will change. Oh yes. Someone once said to me, be careful what you wish for. Well, let that be a warning then. With both the fire of the Holy Spirit burning within us and the New Year's revolution poised to happen, both our lives and this world will end up being very different places. Perhaps, finally, in the words of our dear friend Harry Reid, who went to be with the Lord just over the past few weeks, we really can and will turn the world upside down. Praise God for that. Let's sing together, Send the Fire. step out into your future for us. May your grace, peace and heaven's richest and choicest blessings go with us. As each of us pray, make a better me. And Lord, help us to renew our covenants with you as we step out into the world this week. Amen.